friend Joanna here and welcome to She Speaks for Herself. This podcast is for you if you want to learn practical tools to build your self-confidence and how to stay resilient, especially during these challenging times. I believe if we focus on nurturing ourselves, our thoughts, our needs, our hurts, our joys, our dreams, we can all get closer to living the life we were meant to live. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button now so you never miss an episode. And you can also visit our website, speaksforherself.com, to get the show notes, newsletter, and other podcast extras. Did you ever have a a binky growing up or a security blanket? Most people had a, a special teddy bear. Well, for me, I had a towel and I was considered shy growing up. And when I was a kid, and when I was a kid, I had that yellow towel and I'd bring it with me everywhere. Whenever I was scared in bed or nervous about going to a new place or meeting a new person, or if I wanted to hide from my aunt who would always pinch my cheeks, I'd suck my right thumb and then I'd hold this yellow towel in my left hand. And sometimes I would just, I'd hide behind it. It gave me a lot of comfort and I felt safe when I had my yellow towel. I do remember that I didn't bring it with me to school, but I did compensate for the loss of my towel by replacing it with other things whenever I felt scared. So I was nervous in school. I didn't like talking in class. All eyes were on me. Um, So what did I do instead? Instead of hiding behind a yellow towel, which I no longer had, instead, when a teacher was asking for someone to answer a question, I would put my head down immediately and become keenly interested in my notebook. I became a professional doodler and uh, my socks became incredibly interesting and my tights too and the holes in them got bigger and bigger. But as I got older, I got a little more sophisticated and instead of a security blanket or doodling, I used the magic of storytelling. And here are some stories I remember telling that may sound familiar to you. One is, you're shy, Joanna. People always say you're shy, you're quiet. And so what do shy people do? They don't answer questions. They sit and they listen. No one is expecting you to say anything, so just keep it that way. Or two, ah, well, you're new to the job. Don't want to rock the boat, Joanna. Don't ask a question or else they'll find out how little you know and then they'll wonder why they even hired you in the first place. Or three, it's very unseemly for a woman, a lady, to disagree. Women should strive to be agreeable. That way people will like you and boys will like you. Now, if you're like me, you may have skated through school, through college, your first job just like this, not really thinking it was a problem until it was. Career aspirations, at least mine, were getting stalled. People were starting to look at me and expecting me to speak and give my thoughts. So I had two options, maintain status quo, or I could start speaking up. I could continue to stay quiet during meetings, or I could get over my quote-unquote shyness. So how do you show up at work? Do you regularly contribute ideas? Do you ask questions? Do you volunteer for projects? Are you wondering if it's even worth it? After the break, I'll share a tool to help us figure out if it's a good bet or not. So stick around. 
If you're lined up to give a speech at a friend's wedding or give a presentation at work but really hate public speaking, visit our sister site PodiumPrimer.com to get the basics on how to write a speech and how to deliver your message that resonates with your audience. Right now, we're accepting applications for our Essentials program. Visit our website PodiumPrimer.com for more information. Welcome back. Before we get into the tool, let's take some time to understand. I believe you can't be successful in changing a behavior unless you're open to change and you understand why you want to change. And we'll get this answer through the following exercise. This is taken from uh, David Burns's book. Uh, it came out in the 90s. It's called The Feeling Good Book. Uh, there's also a workbook as well. And through the workbook, you get something called the Cost-Benefit Analysis Worksheet. Um, and how you can use it. Um, is when you are faced with a predicament and you're trying to decide whether to um, make the change, to go ahead, to say yes, to say no, um, and it'll help you analyze uh, the issue from all sides so that, so that you can make an informed decision. It is a very objective way to address and look at your issue. But before we change the behavior, we need to understand our beliefs about our current behavior. So we take our current belief and we weigh out the pros and cons of continuing to believe that certain story. It is a simple yet powerful tool. And it's a way to look at your decisions objectively to focus on the facts instead of the emotions that tend to bubble up inside of us and take up the most space in our head. And while you can do this, um, running in your head, uh, it's really more effective if you're able to write it down. So, you know, just hit pause right now and make sure you uh, get a pen and paper. It really is a powerful way to see how your decision-making process uh, compares by having it in front of you where you can see your list of advantages and disadvantages side by side. Um, and, and that way you can see how it stacks up and that'll help you make your decision. So I'm going to walk you through this exercise by using that example about speaking up at work. So you state your belief and then you write that down on the top of the page. Underneath that, you strike a line all the way down the middle of the page. On the left-hand column, you write advantages. And on the right-hand column, you write disadvantages. Now let's say you don't ask questions at meetings because you think you don't have any good questions or that if you question the project manager, it may affect your job or that you may look dumb in front of your coworkers. So in summary, your belief is that it's too risky to speak up at work. So that is a belief that you write down. That is a statement that you put at the top of the page and then you start filling out both columns. Moving forward to advantages, now the belief of it's too risky to speak up at work. If you were to continue to believe in that, what would the advantages be? Well, I can name a few. One, it removes the risk of making a fool of yourself. It could result in less work. When you don't put your hand up, when you don't offer, then they won't call on you. Another advantage you could see is that you have the ability to check out during meetings. So you don't have to be actively engaged because you're not going to speak up anyways. So you do check out during meetings. So that could be seen as an advantage. 
<clears throat> now, once you've run out of all the advantages of continuing with the current belief, then you move over to the next column, which are the disadvantages. And then you start to think about what are the disadvantages of continuing to believe your current belief? Now we go through our list here. You could miss out on a career advancement. You have aspirations to become a manager. You know, the disadvantage as well is that you stay at this level. You can't lead if you can't communicate. And in the company that you're in, all the executives are very visible. They run town halls. They're quite vocal. They do interviews. They write columns. Um, they communicate, basically. So if your goal is to rise up within the ranks of your company and take a leadership position, sticking to that current belief would be a disadvantage. Another disadvantage is if you don't voice your ideas, if you don't present them, but you share them with others, well, people can take credit for your ideas. If you don't voice your ideas as well um, and don't share them with anyone, your ideas won't be added into the project. They won't be implemented. If you don't ask your questions, then you'll be left not knowing. And that could result in confusion on your part, frustration probably, and you may not be able to do your job effectively. And another disadvantage you could see is, you know, if you're not engaged in listening and um, asking questions, getting involved, sharing your ideas, you may find that some meetings last a little bit longer or they seem to last a little bit longer. So here we have three advantages and seven disadvantages. At this point, then you would look and review the answers and, you know, weigh out both sides. If you decide that the advantages in continuing with that belief provides more value to you, then you continue with status quo. But then if you decide that the pros don't outweigh the cons and that you do want to move on with your career and that you do want to stand out among your peers and you do want to share your ideas and you'd like your questions answered, then the next step for you is to consider rewriting that belief. When you rewrite that belief, you change your wiring, and then you're going to be approaching how you speak and how you show up at work differently. Find a statement that will serve you and help you further your goal of advancing your career. So instead of saying and believing that when it comes to speaking up at work, it's too risky, instead, you can say to yourself, I provide value to myself and others when I speak up. Once you change your outlook and your belief towards speaking up at work, it will change the way you approach public speaking and how you show up at work. If you are struggling with something right now, whether it's taking steps to make more friends or opening up to your spouse about something really important to you or even quitting smoking, you can try on this tool for size this week and I'd love to hear how it goes. You can find me on Instagram at Speaks for Herself. Um, but I hope you did find today's episode helpful and the tool helpful. If you did, I'd so appreciate it if you could leave a review on Apple so that our community can grow bigger and we can all walk this journey together. If you do want to connect in between podcasts, you can also find us on Instagram at Speaks for Herself or sign up for our newsletter at speaksforherself.com. And now we're going to take a few minutes for ourselves to calm our minds, center ourselves, and have some quiet time. If you're driving, or if you're running, or if you're just unable to be still for a few minutes, just press pause and save this for later. And for everyone else, I invite you to close your eyes and breathe. We're going to take three breaths together. 
using the hopscotch 2468. So you take your two lips and close them. You inhale for four, hold for six, and exhale for eight. Together, let's begin. Inhale for four, two, three, four. Hold for six, two, three, four, five, six. And exhale for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Second breath, inhale for four, two, three, four. Hold for six, two, three, four, five, six. And exhale for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Last breath, inhale for four, two, three, four. Hold for six, two, three, four, five, six. And exhale for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. My mind, it is always looking out to protect me. I know that I can let go of stories that hold me back, that make me hide in the background. I know that I am enough. My voice is enough. My voice deserves to be heard. I'm going to put away these stories for now. It'll be there if I ever need it. But today, and just for today, I'm going to try something new. Something that will serve me better now and help me achieve the future I want to have. I am enough.